duck <laughs> um so today's episode is recorded in front of a live studio audience yeah <laughs> all right applause sign turned off um, um eric do you wait, know who, who wait, drake hold on. is can i just send this thing <laughs> i gotta I gotta finish my emails <laughs> well no it's related to the podcast it's it's a music track uh-huh. um for the outro. For the outro, yeah, sure. Uh, subject: hate song. <laughs> subject: I do hate this. this. No, I love this. Um, this is I don't hate this. The Avanto Scarred podcast. I mean, a lid off. That's Eric Wenzel when he's done sending mm-hmm. an email. Drake Spurt, Eric Wenzel, resident Drake Spurt. Um, so it's a song by this guy called Drac, called Hotline Bling. It's a song about. Uh, like you call up and order jewelry <laughs> and you're, you're like, I'm so, I'm, I'm so lacking in jewelry. I want to kill myself. And they're like, no, they talk you through it. It's a hotline. <laughs> um, no, my understanding is that Drake is a Canadian fetish, <laughs> much like the Blumpkin. Oh my God. Right out of the gate this week. Um, he's a Canadian musician that was on a tv show called just just neil degrassi neil, tyson. neil degrassi tyson high <laughs> um but my understanding of degrassi high is that people don't remember that it was from the 80s and they used to show it on after school on pbs in america in the 90s but apparently there's degrassi the next generation mm-hmm. um so i believe drake is oh see this we were talking this was i having a conversation <laughs> what Probably. happened? I broke. You, um, I just, no matter how many times people tell you who Drake is, you can't seem to remember. And it's no, the I, fucking funniest thing I've ever experienced. Well, you got to give the people what they like. You're so, like, wait, who's that guy? I'm like, it's Drake. We've told you that like 12 times. Well, there's a street called Drake uh, <laughs> near my train stop. Uh-huh. Um, no, my understand. Uh, I was having a conversation with some people recently and the uh the the topic came up of like people trying to be overly sensitive and then being in England and calling black people african americans and then not knowing <laughs> what to say so drake, yeah, drake i believe is, not is a an canadian african Afri- he's an african canadian american or canadian african <laughs> no, no. american anyway on, on degrassi the next generation he was the guy with the visor <laughs> i don't that's know that's a star if that's trek joke for not. everybody uh, wait that 
Is a LeVar Burton joke? Yes. Oh. The Next Generation. When they rebooted Degrassi and they were like. When they rebooted the Reading Rainbow. Yeah. Um, Um, Well, why don't you tell the listeners like the only thing you know about Drake, which is that he's in that painting by David Leggett. Oh, no, that's a work on paper. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, A friend of mine who has a gallery and who is friends with an artist named David Leggett, which I I would say I'm friendly with. I I don't want to presume that we're friends because I don't know him that well. Okay. But he's someone with whom I'd like to be friends rather than just (laughs) pleasant acquaintances. (laughs) Has a drawing. Of, that was like the I don't hate this for people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Um, and it, it's just a, a head, a disembodied head with a single tear, and then it just has the word Drake written under it. Yeah. But I do mo- know more about Drake than that. Yeah, because we forced you to. But for a long time, you're like, I don't know who this Drake character is. I only know that drawing. Right. I'm bringing this up because the subject of this month's W Magazine art excerpt is artists who have done art about Drake. W Magazine. Yeah. Is this wasn't this at one point a fashion magazine? This is the art supplement that oh, comes with the fashion magazine. Oh yeah, because we were talking. Did we talk about this on the previous episode about how the differences in the past, like a weird artist like that Richard was a previous Tuttle. unaired episode. Oh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> Hey, so it will be aired at the time this. So airs. I know I always get in trouble to referring to things off air, but in my mind, I was like, "This at one point could be on air." <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, but it will have been on air. It will have been. This yes. will have been. That's what I'm. Okay. Anyway, uh, no, I just like I just laughed so much because it was like it was like five different artists' take on Drake. On superstar rapper Drake. The Drake take. Also on the cover here. Plus, why everyone should have a private museum. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. This is like this is like the uh, when I was like flying out of O'Hare and I and it was in the international terminal at the Hudson News and they had a magazine that was literally called Monocle. <laughs> it was like the ever. latest wine crates are in. They're like <laughs> That's like I just saw a copy of Strings magazine. <laughs> For cats. No. No, no, no. About stringed instruments. Can oh. you guess who was on the cover of Strings magazine? Oh, is it Slash and his classical guitar playing? No, it was Yo-Yo Ma, obviously. Oh, nice. oh, and it was course. like it was like the new like I can't remember what it said, but it was like the new cello strings are in. Like this oh. season's cello strings. That's such bu- well, a five page spread with it pull out. You know why strings poster. has Yo-Yo Ma on the cover? Because uh, they're like the art news of stringed instruments world. Like the real <laughs> the real stringed instruments people read strum. We can't make an enemy of another <laughs> We can't make an enemy of another music magazine. I know. Magazine. Well, we're in so much trouble for all the shade we've thrown at Toots, the brass instrument. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not going to give too much of a thought to this these Drake articles because they're pretty stupid which I want to allude to later during our conversation but I did read this that was pretty funny okay so in this uh, you know he's doing like a you know interview question answer like the first question what is it like being a muse for this project for W (laughs) W magazine what is it like being profiled by us (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, but then uh, this reporter says what does boozy mean and he says it's a Toronto word it means talking the talk so I should stop being boozy let's go back to art 
And then the reporter says, okay, do you sing in the shower? Nice. <laughs> is that art? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to keep talking about, bo- how is boozy spelled? Is, are they- B-O-O. Yeah, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. B-O-O-S-I-E. So it's not bougie or boozy like he's yeah. a boozy swine. No, but that's not what bougie means. So No. I don't know. Talking that talk. That's what he says. It. I don't know. Wait, how do they pronounce O's in Canada? Oot. So it is boozy. 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 <laughs> we can't alienate another country that borders the United States. Wait, what did we do with Mexico? <laughs> Maybe I was talking about uh, Russia. Russia. That's yeah, what I was going to can... say. Did you know that Alaska is the northernmost, westernmost, and easternmost state in the Union? Oh, because it's because those little chains of islands go so far mm-hmm. west, they're mm-hmm. going east. It's true. Yeah. Wow, it's also <laughs> the most ghosts, like Ghost World. I don't know why it reminded me of that <laughs> thing in Ghost World when they're like, "This is so bad." Was it this? This is so lame. It's gone to good and back to lame or something. <laughs> and then we're like, "That's know. fucking awesome." And then like someone repeated it, and we're like, "Never say that phrase again." All I know and is I, I just sat in it. the MCA and read all of Ghost World one afternoon, and that's when and someone... that's when you didn't pay for it. No, that that a yes, and b that's when someone had the opportunity to steal my bicycle. So, <laughs> so, so it's, you could have paid fourteen ninety nine and bought Ghost World, and instead you paid three hundred and six hundred or whatever dollars for a new bike. Oh God, it was really sad. That's an awesome story. I love it. <laughs> I feel like that that's a story that like uh Quimby's should tell people whenever they catch people reading comics, graphic novels there and they're like, you know, this girl once tried to read <laughs> of Ghost World because she didn't want to pay for it, and you know what? <laughs> and then the and then the like the jaded kid that's there to read comics for free is like, What? She got caught? And they're like, No, she got away with it. But her bicycle was stolen. Isn't that something that would happen in Ghost World? Yeah, actually, that is a very, that is like you lived it. That is the most Ghost World thing that could happen. Went to the Contemporary Art Museum, and my bike got stolen while I was reading comics. And they're like, "Did you look at any art?" No, I just read the comics in the bookstore. <laughs> it was an exhibition about comics. Oh, oh, is this the, it was the Dan the, Klaus? Yeah, it was. Nice. Yeah. How apropos. Yeah, that was my no. favorite thing. I didn't That's feel like I really not. learned a lot from that exhibition, except that Enid Coleslaw is a, an acronym of Daniel Klaus, and I loved that. Whoa. An anagram. Anagram, thank you. What thank did you, you say it was before an acronym? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it is not. It's it an anagram. That would be a really um, long ac- acronym. <laughs> <laughs> D. Draws a lot. <laughs> a. Act art, <laughs> actually art. Uh, no. T is N. for her tooth-filled mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, why so are what's we the here miscellany- today? So wait, you just wanted to read the, the yeah, I just wanted to tell you sequitur article. I just wanted to tell uh, you that Drake is an inspiration to many an artist. Is is uh, James Terrell in that issue? <laughs> No. Oh, like, yeah. That's so. Why, why did your entire body of work lead up to this video for Drake? <laughs> that's that was the origin of this. Is that, um, yeah, that uh, this Drake video came out. I love it. I think it's so great. Um, but basically, it's like a ripoff of every James Terrell installation ever. Yeah. Um, I like how when people do stuff like that, they still give credit to the musician when it's really the art director of the video that 
Yeah, they're like, like Drake ripped off Terrell, and you're like, well, and they're actually. like, no, he showed up at six in the morning to dance in front of some pastel lit walls that someone spent the previous three months building. Although apparently Drake did see the Terrell exhibition at LACMA, which I didn't yeah. pay twenty five dollars extra for. Yeah, because you know we've what? Talked about it in a because you know episode. what? Just uh, look out the window at sunset. Boom, Terrell. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, so I'm I'm want to encourage the starting of a new thing where people dance inside Terrell's. Oh, yeah. No music necessary. Just straight up, just go for it. Um, but I wanted to start that, but there were no Terrell's around that I could. There's a really awful Terrell in Chicago. That's what people were telling me, and I looked at it, and it's, it's not colorful enough. Well, it's weird. Sense. Yeah, it's basically like an awning, a pavilion at a very busy street corner, and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't make you think that there's like a, most public there's sculpture. A whole, it doesn't <laughs> work. Yeah. Just kidding. No, it's bad public sculpture because people are like, don't know it's there, and they don't think it's cool. Unlike the Bean, where everyone knows it there, and they're like, that's cool. A lot of tourists don't know it's there. They there's trees partially obstructing it, and they're like, where there, is it? Well, where's the Bean? <laughs> I heard about it, but I don't see. I it. googled the Bean, and I'm, it says I'm standing on it. A lot of people don't know this, but that's actually a sculpture references the Disney classic Flight of the Navigator. What? Is that real? No, but that is a real movie. <laughs> and, it does, <laughs> and it does I look like Flight it. of the Navigator. <laughs> I don't get it. I should put it uh, when I re-listen to this episode to do our lecture notes. Like note to note to Eric. Okay, everyone, stop listening. This is just for me, <laughs> Eric. When you're preparing the lecture notes for this episode, make sure you have a picture from Flight of the Navigator. Okay, put it on Insta. 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 Okay, so is that for people who don't have time to say Instagram? Yeah, we have to abbreviate everything. This is and is abbreviate is short for abbreviation. <laughs> If you say the whole long one, it doesn't help save time. Because that's what podcasting is about. Saving. <laughs> saving valuable time. Okay. So. Um, Rock and roll. So what are we here to talk about today? Well. Um, oh. I want to get the name of the show straight. That's really smart. Um, and since I'm good at preparing... Uh, I did not call up the name of the website of the show prior. All right. Do you want to, okay, say, okay. So the, the title is made up of the word, the place, good and great. Can you put that in order of the name of the show? The show is called the great good place. Correct. Yes. Um, so, uh, this is a, well, you know, this is like always like one of our episodes, super relevant. Um, <laughs> uh, it's chock full of whack cravenness. <laughs> um, and this one is a little, it's a bonus. Ep- well, it's not a bonus episode. It's a full episode. But it's. Uh, but it's being brought to you as it, a bonus. It's being brought to you like we're, we're jamming this week we're interrupting your previously scheduled not doing anything thing. to uh uh yeah wait what <laughs> we're probably doing something way more important um 
so we we are participating in an exhibition called The Great Good Place, uh, which is a Brandon Alvendia joint <laughs> at Three Walls. <laughs> Brandon Alvendia production. Yeah. So it's uh, we got involved because we just wanted to ask him to be on the show for the episode about conmarring the shit out of your stuff. <laughs> um, which actually is he... true, right? Because when you conmar, you're like getting rid of your shit out of your stuff so you just have the stuff you want exactly and uh he did an artwork about KonMari in your exhibition which we yep. previously talked about yes in so so we thought we'd involve him and he's like how about you just we do an episode in the show that i'm doing we were like okay yeah we're like that's even better um so that's going to be opening on november 7th of <laughs> 2015 at three walls you can check it out at, let me look at that URL again. Probably just Google three walls. Well, yes, gallery. you can. You can no, current, oh, then hit current exhibition. <laughs> uh, and then you want to click on the file menu and new window. <laughs> uh, and then click on the top in the address bar. Now, depending on what browser you have and what version it is, uh, in the past you used to have a separate bar for Google. But now they've incorporated the search bar into the address but bar. But you know what? You really should be better safe than sorry. So type www. No, sorry. Um, HTTP no, colon backslash slash backslash www.google.com com slash backslash search slash. I'm feeling lucky. Um. But the, the correct URL is threewalls.org, which is spelled T-H-R-E-E dash. That's the middle one. That's like kind of not at the top of the line and not at the bottom, but in the middle. Um, W-A-L-S dot O-R-G. Great. Um, we're excited to be participating. Yes. Wait, just one L? Oh, double L. Okay. Three walls. <laughs> but no H. I mean, the H is in the three, not, it's not HW. Um, Brandon Alvendia, the you can't great spell good place. Great good three place. Three walls without teamwork. So, um, so, as part of, so it's an exhibition. Um, There's no I in three walls. But there is E. <laughs> there is all. So we'll just throw this out a little bit, give you more idea about the show. The Great Good Place, an artist project by Brandon Alvendia, is a multi-layered set of collaborative exhibitions which considers the poetic, political, and aesthetic, uh, Oxford comma included in that sentence. Oh my God. Fuck. Let's drop out of the show. In the words of... In the words of an American, fuck Oxford. No, in the words of... (laughs) That band that I can't remember which band it is right now. The Rolling Stones. No. Is Who? it Drake? No. <laughs> What's that band that has the song about the Oxford? Vampire Weekend. Who gives a fuck about an Oxford comma? Oh. Please remain on mic. Sorry. Keep keep all faces inside of the podcast. I don't have to be on mic if I don't want to be. Who said that? <laughs> what? <laughs> Please stay in the pod while casting. <laughs> um, so this, you know, this is like kind of the official. Uh, okay, so go get on with it. 
Get on with it! <laughs> That's it, I'm leaving. Rub, 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 I'm out of here. <laughs> and another thing. Clump, clump, clump. <laughs> louder. Gotta slam that door louder, please. We need, we need like a sound stage for. Thank you. Wait, can you um, can you Google go to http slash slash google.com and look up screeching tire noise? Are you guys still in there? All right, please. All right, I'll come back. I just came through the door. I've teleported. Um. Okay. Tasking artists, independent curators, and collectives based in Chicago with the challenge of outfitting three walls gallery spaces. The exhibitions within the exhibition will take inspiration from Chicago's make-do and artist-run culture and reconsider a range of contexts from the one-car garage to the living room sleepover to the backyard BBQ blowout, the networking dinner party potluck, the closet office conference, the second bedroom studio visit, the illegal basement nightclub, and all sites of artistic inquiry. Um, it takes its title from sociologist Ray Oldenburg in his 1980 book, The Great Good Place, cafes, coffee shops, bookstores, bars, hair salons, and other hangouts at the heart of the community. These spaces are sites where individuals can come together for the pleasure of good company and dynamic conversation and serve as the basis for maintaining the vital social energy required for democracy and civic engagement. As more artists, curators, and organizers take it upon themselves to transfigure their own personal, private, and workspace into a shared public and social third place, this exhibition and program series delves into the cultural ethos that gets by with gritty resourcefulness and playful idiosyncrasy. That so basically, us, I guess. well, so basically, Brandon had a solo show and then just gave it over to other people to do shows. Um, yeah, which is cool. Um, but I know yeah, I think that fits cool. us. I'm happy to be included. I do think it fits with us. But yeah, we're. We, I have some. I think a lot of it's wishful thinking in some ways. But I well, think what, what, that's what we'll talk about with Brandon. So. What. But what is art but wishful thinking? True, true. <laughs> Our live studio audiences. Uh, I turned on wishful. the gas. That was the, sign. Yeah, <laughs> you're like a uh, thoughtful, thoughtful exhalation. Um, no, but I think we are. You know, we're just kind of doing this, and then it's kind of turned into a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's very conversation based, and it is. I mean, that's the right. Like we'd sit around and talk and argue about shit. Right. And then in real life, like, and then we were like, yeah. "What if we wrote it all down?" And by wrote it all down, I mean recorded it. Recorded all. it, and uh, that we never even have to write it down. And again. then you and Andre held me down. And then the, and those said, billion dollar this. pen industries are going to just go bankrupt, and they won't. We won't be at the mercy of big pen anymore. <laughs> I that now that's wishful thinking. <laughs> Actually, um, Bic tried to start this campaign for like millennials to use pens and they were like writing is cool it's totally radical and it will make you better and it was just so sad and desperate i went on like a twitter like rampage about how stupid that marketing campaign was and i was like bick is already on thin ice because they had those pens for women you know (laughs) so their marketing team really is just grasping at straws or pens as the case may be and it worked you're like you like did the like podcast mic drop like you just grabbed it with both hands and like shoved it away um i like pens but i i'm a pilot supporter 
Uh, and also, if you're on flights, Uniball is really the best uh, flight one, especially the one that that's specifically made to survive on airplanes. It says, like, won't explode on airplanes or something like that. And I know the TSA likes anything that's labeled that. <laughs> <laughs> Follow the TSA on Instagram, yeah. as we've said previously. Yes. So is that why Bix always posting mean shit on your Instagram <laughs> yeah. and your Twitter? Yeah, because like, I I started a Twitter war with Bix. Yeah, and Bic then lighters, like, of course, are great, a functional product that yeah. every household needs. And, but the Bix and pens and Bic razors, razors are yeah, great for fantastic. killing yourself. Yeah, just just top notch products. Yeah. Um, I like the little guy. I could never figure out what the hell he's supposed to be. Yeah, he's kind. Of- He's like the, their logo. his head is the ballpoint of a pen. Oh, because I was like, I don't know. <laughs> no, that actually probably makes sense. Because I'm just like, what is he like a magnifying glass or a? No, I think mirror? yeah, his head is a ballpoint pen. Yeah. Huh. Well, anyway, so, uh, so the reason we're here, right? Have you ever now, had a ball fall out of the point of your pen? <laughs> no, but the <laughs> prosody of that sentence was really beautiful. <laughs> Because it's happening. Like, I had this pen, and I was, like, writing, and I was, like, you know, now it's, like, scratching the paper. It's not even, like, it's out of ink. And I looked, and, like, sure enough, it was just an empty cone with no ball in it. Somewhere along the way, it came out. Do you ever feel, like, just an empty cone with no ball in it? (laughs) Well, we're hoping that that I don't hate this as the ball to your empty cone, dear listener. (laughs) So cute. And And on that note, let's put in some oily ink. And fill your scribble pages of away. your ears. Yes, scribble away. You, that was way better than what I said. Um, okay, so um, as part of this exhibition, uh, we were asked a series of questions about what I Don't Hate This is all about. Who asked us these questions? Matt. I'm looking for his last name. <laughs> type it. Go on to Google and type, what is Matt's last name? <laughs> <laughs> HTTP dot dot slash slash. Wait, let me try something. Hey, Siri, what's Matt's last name? (laughs) I can help you with contacts on your phone. He's not, he's in my email. I don't know if he's in. I have, I mean, I have it here. I'm just waiting for you to finish, but I'm worried I'm going to mispronounce it and I'd feel really bad. Um, Matthew Douglas Melhan. Oh, okay. Or, sorry. Wait. Melhan? It's M. Wait, can you say that again, Siri? Why is she Australian? Because that's like so cool. It's like way better than English Siri or uh, American Siri. <laughs> I don't see Matt English in your contacts. Perhaps you meant one of these. Oh, and it's not Matt English. It's Matt Australian. What? Which Matt? <laughs> Do you? Can you make sure I'm pronouncing that right? We haven't met Matt in person yet. Hi, Matt. Oh, I, uh, my guess would be Matthew Douglas Mellon. Well, that's certainly possible. If you know how to pronounce Matt's name, send no. send a <laughs> pronunciation nope. guide with accent nope. marks on a three by five note card nope. to. <laughs> I don't well, hate HTTP this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, send it to http colon backslash backslash I don't hate this dot com, and then the second line of the address is Suite sixteen oh six one two three Any Street. Um, 
do we want to have our studio audience read the questions to us? I don't know. Then they're not an audience member. They're a participant. Let's ask the audience. <laughs> do, do, do. Yes. Okay. All right. That's Luigi, by the way. <laughs> Why did you start doing this? <laughs> God, I wish I knew. How do you stop? <laughs> Somebody stop this podcast. I want like to get, get off. Up. I wanted I can't want to put my arms and legs outside the podcast. Um, well, I just said that Nina and Andre talked me into it. That is what you said. Uh, I did. We did. It took a lot of talking you into it. Yeah. Which was frustrating. Um, I said that there was. We're glad we did. I'm glad there. I, I said that there wasn't really a lot of discourse like the one that we wanted to have out there already like this great like what we're having right now this is the intellectualist discourse you're like there's a lot of drake chatter out there on the internet but not a lot of not drake the talk. kind of drake talk that i am drake looking talk. for yeah um <laughs> i want i want to encounter drake talk that's relevant to me in my life yeah my life is a feckless white woman <laughs> Freckleless? I don't I have a lot of freckles. Oh. Um So I think you mean befrectical white woman. <laughs> Why a podcast? Oh podcasts rule. That is an easy question to answer. I do like I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um Yeah, I've been listening to podcasts since like two thousand and ten. Nice. Yeah, you all started listening to Serial, and then you were like, podcasts is like a thing, I guess. Yeah, you all, our beloved listeners, yeah. I judge <laughs> these. assholes. <laughs> you were like, what, is, what am I going to do? Oh, uh, the Today Show says listen to Serial, and then now that's over, I guess I'll listen to this art podcast. Yeah, I know. That's exactly <laughs> but, how it went. You were like, Serial's over. Now what do I do? I know. I don't hate this. <laughs> Who is the podcast for? Serial listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the same way, you know, in the same way, Serial is like a series of of podcasts. Uh, you know, like if you listen to ours sequentially, you'll learn the story of art. Yeah, I mean, I in order. I think it, that the podcast is more for people who like podcasts than necessarily right. people who like art. I mean, I, I my brother is our biggest fan, and I tell him that all the time. I'm so oh. proud of him for being our biggest fan. Oh, good. <laughs> but he doesn't really like art specifically. Um, I guess uh, it helps that he also is related to me, and I talk about him on the podcast a lot. That would make me a fan of any podcast <laughs> I was listening to. But no, I mean, he listens to a lot of these like two-hour podcasts of yeah. people just talking about stuff. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that. And I listen to them also, and so I think there's yeah. this way of listening that mm -hmm. that people are ready for or something. <laughs> people are ready to, to sit and listen. I mean, we make a lot of one-off jokes about, mm. like, Vito Akanchi and stuff, but, like, yeah. um, you don't I, – I like that it's sort of an educational. You um, can't you – can't I like that we're sort of, like, explaining it. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, so I I see it as like it's for people that like art, it's people that like podcasts, people like comedy. Uh Andre suggested since we talk about Germany so much, we should try to catch that audience of people <laughs> that want to learn German or learn <laughs> people that want to learn about 
knowing about German things. <laughs> I do like German things. <laughs> Why I don't hate this. Is liking lame? Okay, no. Liking is not lame. Um, <laughs> do we, <laughs> we both explained to Matt um, what the origin of I don't hate this where the title came from. Oh, yeah. Were we going to play a clip of that? Oh, we could. Well, okay, Cut to we... three hours from now when we find the clip. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we could add it in post. Um, oh, maybe we can add it right now. Mm-hmm. Usually the Simpsons are pretty uh, locked down on there. Pretty litigious. Uh, yeah, on there. Well, the, the real um, way that it came about is we were trying to think of names and we were like basically like just throwing out random phrases <laughs> and then uh and like we would say things that we would see like you know when you play mad libs and you're like chair floor yeah pencil <laughs> just big <pick> pen, pen. <laughs> <laughs> uh and uh we were standing outside your apartment and there's this place called the color works and you're like what if we call it the color works and i said <laughs> i don't hate that Oh, right. There we go. And then we were like, whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it is also based on a Simpsons quote that we will maybe have a clip of. You know, Marge, I'm no overgiver. <laughs> yeah. um, I, oh. I think we should add it in. We'll add it. And it, it will be right now. Okay. <laughs> Eric, you say making is living with these things and deciding if they're going to become part of your art or not. Um, This is how you talk about your art practice. Is this podcast art or is it just about art? Okay, well, my first question is, when did you say that? Hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. (laughs) When did you say that? Uh, Well, yeah, I was like, where did he get this? Did Um, you say that on the podcast? No, I think I wrote it in like a statement about my, I was like, did he see my grant applications? <laughs> I remember it was in an artist statement, but um, yes, that is something I have said of my work. Uh, <laughs> well, and then as I continued looking at the questions he sent me, I'm like, this is this like th- theme, this thread of, you know, like taking a while to get used to things and like them and like absorb them and like decide if that's going to be a part of something or not. Um, so I'm not sure. I definitely with like art criticism and writing and that kind of thing, that's something I'm still ambivalent about, but I really enjoy doing. Um, I, I mean, that's a big question, right? Like is writing about art or discussing art? Where does that fit exactly? I mean, I would err on the side of that that's not art. And I definitely think we can make art together. Yeah. Um, I think, like we were saying, the Encore episode, I think, was art. Yeah. But um, that was art about art. So that's like kind of dodgy. Isn't that what Brandon's show is all about? <laughs> I think that some of the things we're going to put in the show will be art. Yeah. Well, I also, well, I, I don't it know if it'll be art. gives us a venue to make art, but I... I think it'll be cool because we're going to put stuff in the show that looks like it's probably art but like it's not it's, <laughs> it's just, just stuff from the show listeners yeah. if you come see the show you'll get it and no one else will get it yeah and you'll, you'll feel, get to see you will get to feel how we always feel when we're really superior when we go see art <laughs> yeah and you're like i get it <laughs> so you'll like you'll get to see the leipziger stein yeah yeah mm-hmm. 
which I'm imagining is like a giant quartz crystal for some reason. I've, you've seen it. I don't remember. I just remember what it, I do remember what it sounds like though because you touched it with the mic. Yeah, it sounded like this. No, I think you hit the, the foam part. Oh. Yeah, that's that something like that. But that's actually a big pen you're hearing right now on Big, big Talk. Sponsor of I don't hate this. Thank you. Big Talk. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, no, I, I'm kind of attracted to the idea of including these, like, objects that we've talked about on the show as though they're artifacts or something. Mm-hmm. And, like, it might look like it's art, but it's kind sort of, of it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. I don't know. It's sort of like a critical take on the idea of institutional critique or something. <laughs> it's, like, funny. Yeah. That's the problem with, like, institutional critique, though, because, like, if you make fun of it, you're already doing it. And it's like, <sighs> Yeah, but that's the way to like secretly you're not actually doing it because like, it's, it's like no, like, it never uh, was art. Yeah, I didn't actually care about this. You haha jokes on you. Actually, or I'm re- superior. I <laughs> do care about the rock though. I do too. Maybe we should put the video of me buying the rock on on the internet. Yeah, is the internet should we should we release it on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you see the podcast going? Oh wait, no. Um, um, I have the. I just sent this link. I didn't write any words. All I did was this. I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna be on TV. I'm gonna be famous. Soaring on the wings of my dreams. I'm gonna be famous. Don't be say my name. TV. And don't show my face. Be famous. I want to start over. I'm gonna be rich and burn off my skin tight. So what? So what? Wait, is that in the song or is someone farting in here? <laughs> Luigi! <laughs> that, of course, is uh, Titus Andromeda in Kimmy, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Thank you. I, I, I apologize. Luigi is a very not stinky dog. Or at least in terms of farting loudly. <laughs> Did you know that cats and dogs can only uh, create SBDs? What? I don't know what that is. <laughs> is that an art thing? <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my god! You, I see this mod. Co- I'm dying. The podcast is going dead. <laughs> Literally just killed me. <laughs> I mean, you were talking about grant applications. That sounds like something that'd be on a grant application. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's dying. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I need to drink some water. Um, well, you wrote a shit ton uh, uh, for this question. I felt that that summed it Wait, up. I'm, I'm not letting... October 27th. I am not letting this go if it kills me. SBD stands for silent but deadly. It's a type of fart. <laughs> well, I know what that means. I've never heard it abbreviated before. <laughs> Come on, you're the you're the hip cat. Um. So yeah, did you know that 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 cats and dogs 
cannot produce farts. Toot? They cannot toot because they lack the proper buttocks to vibrate as the gas escapes them. <laughs> Yet another way, humans are superior. Oh my god, though. Imagine, though, if, like, dogs and cats and their furry butts <laughs> were, like, <laughs> But, like, it would probably sound, like, even cuter. Because, you know, everyone's like, oh, that's a cute dog barking. Yeah, no one ever says that about dogs barking. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Have you ever met a dog? Anyway, uh, so, uh, moving on. He counts, right? Luigi yes, counts Luigi counts. Luigi is the studio dog. Yes. Um, and he's the one who's on mic right now. Um, as the live studio audience. Um, well, he's more like the sleepy studio audience. Yeah. Uh, no, okay, so back to uh, What was the question? Uh, where do you see this podcast going? He wrote like five paragraphs for this. I thought that song summed it up perfectly <laughs> from my perspective. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was because we're in the show now? We're going to be famous? Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to be famous. I want to be on TV. I've been on TV a lot of times already. Have you? <laughs> Yes. yes, I was trying to make a joke, but yes. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, did you, you were in Cranes. I was. Um, as the boomeranger. Mm-hmm. As the feckless white woman of yeah. the year. Did you write, is that, did you write them when you got your own apartment and you were like. Not yet, I thought about it. But oh then. my God, you need to send them an update. Actually, how about, how, do you want, would you like to do it right now? Just, we'll send it to Cranes. Over the air, cranes. Guess what happened to me this year? What I did over my summer vacation? <laughs> I moved out of my parents' house, but I still have a lot of debt I'm working on it. Well, duh, everyone does. <laughs> yeah, it's the American way. Yeah. Why can't people raise the debt? Their debt ceiling? That's bullshit. It's the same way like corporations can buy elections, but people can't sell their votes. Corporations are people too. <laughs> That's not true, but it is, <laughs> legally speaking. Um, so where do you actually see this podcast going? Can corporations undergo cruel and unusual punishment? Yeah, if you try to regulate them, that's so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> if you expect them to abide by the laws of one sovereignty, that's not fair either. If you s- say they can't play the board game Monopoly. Yeah. They uh, they also lack the proper buttocks to fart. <laughs> uh, do you have? Uh, yeah, I mean, my my thought was like just how the podcast is like kind of grown organically and you know came out of conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eric and I have a favorite Starbucks, and we have like a favorite seat in that Starbucks, and we just sit there and talk about stuff and like coffee and TV. N- no, I meant like art. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> sometimes TV. Um, and so that was sort of like this. Well, when we first started doing the podcast, I was really nervous when we had the headphones on because mm-hmm. I was like, I have to be on. And <laughs> now I feel a little more relaxed. Normal. <laughs> um, a little more. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I like that it came out of chatting and then chatting and then Andre being like, you should do a podcast. And like, eh, no, like I don't want to go on the record or whatever. But, you know. And you can't take it back. I know. Um, just for the record, I was before it, before I was against it, whatever it was. <laughs> um, what else was I going to say? Oh yeah. I like that. It just kind of, I mean, that fits with what we were, what the, the show, 
the good, great place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's either the good, great place or it's the, the great, great good, good space. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the great, good place. Oh, like the great Gatsby. <laughs> And his place. Which you also haven't read. <laughs> I read the first part of it. Uh-huh. I saw the movie with Robert Redford. What else do you need? Uh-huh. Sorry, I gave you your book back. Just that... fucking leave me alone, <laughs> no, okay? No, I'm never going to let that go. That book is like 180 pages long. <laughs> You're never going to let it go. I like. I gave you the book back. Like, I What know. more do you want? Do you want a book report? I, I can't do it. I didn't read the notes. book. <laughs> so I was so excited. Oh. No. I would never write in someone else's book, though. No, that's true. Um, Just like Jess did on that one episode of Gilmore Girls. What a dick. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's a thing. Mm. Was Drake on that too? <laughs> Maybe. Was he a Gilmore boy? <laughs> <laughs> Studio audience, that wasn't very funny. I would like you to retract your laughter. <laughs> no, you can't unlaugh. We have the Simpsons episode if you want to oh, hear it. Fantastic. All right, let's do it. Marge. A word, please. You know, I'm no art critic, but I know what I hate. And I don't hate this. Your painting is bold, but beautiful. And, uh, incidentally, thanks for not making fun of my genitalia. I thought I did. (laughs) (laughs) And that's us in a nutshell. Um, I also love um, Helen Lovejoy's critique of that painting, which is um, something I don't remember the well, exact wording. Well, we could wording, just go she... and see that, right? Isn't it like a few lines before? Yeah, yeah. Is that if okay? You could play that. Oh, do we already close the? He already closed it, deleted it, and restarted the computer. <laughs> <laughs> and threw the computer out yeah. of the window, <laughs> and then had a bunch of alligators eat it, and then set the alligators on fire. <laughs> do you wear like do body perhaps not long for this world as vulnerable and beautiful as any of god's creatures provocative but powerful he's bad but he'll die so i like it Serious here for a moment. You see, he's he's offended and upset at first, and then as he hears Marge's description of the work and everyone love it, and then their comments, it wins him over. So that really is what the artistic viewing, not artistic, just the the viewing experience of art should be. I think Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, you hate it at first, and then it uh, wins you over. Well, that was one of the questions, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you default towards liking something and then being critical, or hating something and then opening up, or is it neither? Well, I I was like for sure that Eric was gonna say that he hates stuff and then it grows on him, and he's like, okay, I guess I'll like it. Which is that's really what I don't hate this. Yeah. Means it's a joke about being an entitled asshole to be like, well, I guess I don't hate it. Like you'll never say that you actually like something. Is that what that is? Because not... that's not my. 
<laughs> I don't sign off no, on that. I mean, that's sarcasm because oh. we love stuff. I mean, right. I think we get real emotional about stuff and definitely yeah. admit that we like it. Well, my um, my other feeling is if you like it right away, it's um, it's not going to last. If you're like, you like this, then you're suspicious. I'm like, why do I like this? Is it just because like right now that's what is cool and I'm just sort of seeing it in condition to liking it and how long will it stay? Um, and the stuff I hate tends not, well, most of the stuff I hate is stupid and then you just move on. So you don't even have to like it. Like it's the easiest part. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking about. Um, but the stuff that really bothers you, that's problematic that won't let you go. That's, that's the best art because yeah, it does win you over and it's, and it's not like, but I don't, I don't think that can be true because I think there's a lot of shock art that's like holding you hostage because it dares you to say that you don't like it. And if you don't like it, then you must be a certain way. Well, no, you just got to get over that fear and be like, no, this is bullshit next. (laughs) Yeah. But I guess, how do you differentiate something that you don't like that sticks with you and something that you don't like because you find it, offensive i mean because i think i don't think that being offended by something is um complex enough to make it good art right it's definitely eliciting a strong emotion but it's i don't think it makes it good art but the people who make art that's trying to offend you they say that the fact that you're offended is proof that it's good art but they're wrong of course they're wrong but i'm just saying it's like they're holding you hostage Art can't hold you hostage. That's the people's <laughs> opinions can. Yeah. Well, I think you should stop being holding hostage and <laughs> unhostage. Just free yourself, okay? Free your mind. Okay. okay. You know, like the world is trite, okay? Like you got to open your mind and let the sunshine in. Okay. Well, so, but what, how do you what do you, how do you differentiate from something you don't like that won't leave you alone and something that you just don't like? Well, you think about why you don't like it. And if you don't like it, like right off the bat, because it's stupid and I don't know. I mean, we I guess we would we have call to a like, lot of stuff stupid. We're like Donald Trump. <laughs> We're just like, that guy's an idiot. Yeah. I love the word idiot. That, there's a lot of idiots. In I'm world. voting for Donald Trump because I like the I word like idiot. I like the word idiot. Um, and I do think I call a lot of art stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we'd have to think of do you want to like come up with a random artwork and I'll tell you if it's stupid or, or just bad. Well, yeah. Or... I mean, I was talking about um, I, I like a lot of stuff I read. I'm like, oh, brother. Like, that's like my knee jerk reaction. And I was reading like all the um, artists in this um, the, Drake the, the article. Drake they like do a little thing about them. And I was just like, well, what are the this artists? artists this is Jim Joe. The mysterious Canadian-born artist known only as Jim Joe has built a persona of anonymity. I was like, ah, like already. I'm just like, fuck that. (laughs) Like that is so. So they're they're saying that's not really his name. Yeah, it says refusing to reveal his or her gender, biography, or identity. Jim Joe gives interviews only by email and sends "riddle me this" replies spelled out in all capital letters. And I was like, oh, gross. Wait, I have a, I have an easy solution to that. Is Joe J O or J O E? Because if there's no E, then it's a chick. <laughs> it's J O E. Oh. But also, I got really annoyed because they kept just saying him, his, her throughout the rest of the article and I was like just use them or one of the gender yeah. neutral pronouns like what if well, yeah. Jim Joe is genderqueer and they're like his or her like it just like 
Okay, I don't know, but W Magazine's like editorial staff, like they're not allowed to use them in the. It was weird. That makes more sense, though. I always use the word them. Like I. Yeah. Like whenever you're talking stupid. about someone who you don't know who you are or they are. It was stupid, and they were a bunch of idiots. <laughs> 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 but to anyway. be fair, his slash her is is one of sort of the multitude of acceptable. Oh, oh! Trying then I not read to this. offend people, text um, solutions to words. One of the artists is Cause. Okay, AWS. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so these are like street artists. Yeah, <laughs> they're all like street. They are all street artists. <laughs> Which is that's why I'm saying is like that is like the mark of a street artist that they're like anonymous. So why do you even have to make it a big deal yeah. anymore? So they're like, like they're like duh. they're like Jim Joe, a Canadian artist who who could be a him or a her or whatever, and they're like, but it's really just a white dude in his twenties. <laughs> Probably. Uh, anyway, that I did. I was. I read this sentence, and I wanted. I to do barf. like cause, but um, it's like cause it's just... works inside, outside, as well as beyond the white cube. And I was like, oh my god. Uh. No, cause is like a. I know, but I just that phrase was pretty. Think yeah, outside no, the white cube. This this was written. That issue was that that copy was probably written by people who wish they had. Jobs other than writing copy for WSR magazine. No, we don't want to make the enemy of the guy that wrote for W magazine. Or girl, him, her. Listen, I will not stop until we've conquered every part of stupid culture. Well, I thought they were fine. They were well written, so that person has potential to write something. They're good you, about they're art just someday. writing. They're writing fluff. That's well, what yeah. the intro part is. <clears throat> I'm still a little dead. From your, from your is is farting art. <laughs> I can't spell fart without art. Um, you can't spell art without a r t. Um, that answers the question: Is this podcast art? Absolutely. That was just art. Um, well, but cause is. Yeah, no, he was like a, he's just like a pop artist. He's like a, he started, he started out the way everyone is ambitious. So you're doing, you're trying to do stuff on your own to get noticed. And then all of a sudden it's like, what did you want to design sneakers and uh, do ads and make whatever paintings? Because we decided Drake's the subject. And you're like, fuck yeah, deposit that shit in my bank account. (laughs) So then. That and that, I mean, that's an example of like why I stop liking things because it just gets lame after like a while. Like when when um, Cindy Sherman did that line for Louis Vuitton. Yeah, that, that I, was I, I was one hundred percent behind Cindy Sherman before until that point. That was sarcasm. Yes. <laughs> um, she rolled shit up, and uh, I feel like. But she got. I'm just saying of, her just work got tired this, like, way before that because no one's given you the opportunity huh? to sell out. <laughs> No. You don't think you would sell out? I know I wouldn't because uh-huh. I was doing this cartoon uh-huh. dog and I decided intentionally to not pursue those things. And everyone's like, you should try to do the. I'm like, I don't want to do it that way. I decided to stop doing it mm-hmm. rather than, you know, people are like, well, try to. You should be like Seanimals or you should do. <laughs> I like Seanimals, but that's not what I wanted to do with the dog. And so I stopped doing it and I started making really obtuse uh Unsellable things, and then and trying to sell those. You've never been happier. <laughs> no, I th- <laughs> you you misspoke. I think you meant you've never been happy. <laughs> um, well, but it, again, it's a cause with someone I really like that work, but 
yeah, it's that question of like, well, how, like if you just like it right away, how long does it last? You know? Yeah, but there's I don't only think so long. I, there's only like so that. long you can be into. Well, I, I, there's a lot of stuff that I like right away, and then I don't like it when you explain to me why I am a stupid idiot for liking it. <laughs> I never say you're a stupid idiot. Yes, you do. <laughs> only you when you fly it. Oh, like when I was so excited to go see when Mutu talk, and oh. it was great, and you were like, "Oh man, fuck that," and I was like, "No, no, don't fuck that," <laughs> <laughs> and then you made me so upset. You just love shitting all over Cindy Sherman. Fucking. (laughs) All those artists and it can't even. Kara Walker. That's another one. Don't say anything (laughs) that I like a lot that you guys love shitting all over. I'm not wrong. (laughs) This is. (laughs) This has been Nina's indignation. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I'm just, I'm not saying those artists are bad. I'm just saying I'm not continually interested in what they continue to do. Yeah. But so I the same goes with cause. I don't think that liking an artist or liking a work of art means that you have to like every fucking work of art that they No, I'm out. just saying that stuff that you immediately like. Okay, so it's this great quote from Clement Greenberg in Painter's Painting when mm-hmm. in the, they're discussing pop art and he's like, anything that, that goes more than halfway to meet your tastes or the established tastes, you know, it's going to be minor. And I, I agree with that because, and, and it's also just sort of like a personal track record, like stuff where you're like, I like this. And then you're thinking about like the last time I felt this way, I don't remember that artist name. And then you're like, Oh yeah, I stopped liking it very quickly after but it. Isn't that like the antithesis of pop art? What? That it, it caters to popular taste. Yeah. This is the vernacular of popular taste. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not sure if I necessarily agree specifically with pop art. I'm just agreeing with the sense of art in general where you're like, oh, this is looking at what people are into and I'm like going to fit into what is popular in contemporary art or like what I'm going to use this lingua franca and I, that yeah. words, that phrase has been in my head all day, so I That's had to say accurate, it. But, but I, that was a malapropism, <laughs> but... Um, uh, what your paintings are so arty so i don't know <laughs> so arty so no, i'm just I'm saying, not saying with, i'm just, I'm just saying, saying okay can i just say I'm my just... piece on cause so i like no. that word <laughs> stop it All i I'm like that, that word no Greenberg I... is a stupid idiot. no that's a great <laughs> i'm just kidding. you're shutting love, down discourse i love Clement greenberg i do agree, actually though. uh you know time hop that app that tells you whatever you did uh like a year, years ago there was one the other they have day. that for art and it just says it's been done every time <laughs> you look at it. No, the other day i had this one um i wish i don't know if i took a screenshot of it um but anyway it was like the only girl, uh, the only man a girl needs is Clement Greenberg. Or some <laughs> shit like that. It's like awesome. seven years ago today. Nice. Uh, uh, wait, wait. Well, so I do agree, though. Like, like contemporary art that's like seeks to fit sort of frictionlessly in what contemporary art is supposed to do. That's that's problematic. That doesn't last very long. Um, and then to use it specifically just to get back to cause like i like that work but it is also there's not a whole lot to it beyond 
it's graphic qualities, right? Like, so the cropping is interesting. The the way it focuses in on stuff, but it's basically Simpsons characters with skull heads or a Mickey Mouse with skull heads, and then it's just repeated ad infinitum. So where do you take that? How do you... So to so conclude, like, where is this podcast going? <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, two Simpsons figures with skull heads walking off into the distance together. Um, do you think in the future we will view art shows on our personal devices at home and share our opinions through social media and podcasts? I, Aren't we already? I mean, yeah, we are already. <laughs> but that question made me gag. I was yeah, like, why'd you get oh, so upset? Because you said was... you were really upset about something. Oh, well, no, actually, I think. Yes, uh, tell us what you're really upset about. Okay, <laughs> where do we begin? So number one, um, no, I actually think we missed uh, one of the questions about McDonald's and stuff like that. Oh. What's your favorite chicken McNugget shape? <laughs> like is Dinosaur. A, like is a button on Facebook. McDonald's owns I'm Loving It. Is that part of why it feels better to not hate? something and i was like no next question oh i like <laughs> no uh, i was just like you know like you don't even know like society and like wake up people it's just like corporations and like the internet and like <laughs> you know you don't like stuff and like things and like opinions <laughs> or like china like Ch you know, wait what did you say like, like china I didn't say China, but that totally fits with that same thing. And like McDonald's and China. And like, you guys, you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> Is there McDonald's in China? I just like society, you know? Yeah. No. No. What? <laughs> Can you ask the question again? Don't wait for the translation. Like is a button on Facebook. Uh huh. McDonald's owns I'm Loving It. Is that part of why it feels better to not hate something? Mm -hmm. Well, we already said that not hating something. Yes, just was answer a joke. that question twice. <laughs> Get mad again. All right. So, anyway, <laughs> can you even believe it? It's just like, wake up, sheeple. Oh, that, wait. Is that like a steeple on a church or the steeplechase? Okay. So what I what what I was hoping to do is I was going to comment on my part, and I just needed a refresher. Um, I don't think the McDonald's one is as problematic because it's a copyrighted trademark phrase. I'm loving it, which is like also like loving, loving. Nothing says loving like McBuns in the oven. <laughs> oh God, McMuffins in the oven. Um, it's also like oh, but that's a phrase from the '90s. Like, doesn't that seem really '90s? Are people saying that still? Ba, I'm ba, loving ba, it. Ba. Did anyone Ich say liebe that? I remember that they would have mm -hmm. it in different languages on the bag. But like, did anyone say that before McDonald's is what I want to know. No, I think that was like a phrase that was kind of out there, but. Nobody said that. Like people on commercials said it. People on commercials and, and TGIF uh but what I'm lineups. saying is, like, have we lost the ability to love because it's been, like, you know, co-opted by corporations? No, but what I, so what I'm saying is the McDonald's one doesn't bother me so much because that way of talking doesn't really fit the vernacular anymore. But the idea of the like button is kind of problematic because it has sort of turned the action of liking. Of, it turns the feeling of liking something into a specific action that's a mouse click. And that's now become like a... Uh, convention all the apps it's like whether it's a heart or a whatever else you fucking pick you quote unquote like it 
it's not a it's not a way you feel towards something. It's an act you perform on a thing, and it's also an act you perform on a thing to communicate to people. Oh, I'm upset because I posted this thing and not enough people liked it, or I better click like on this because this is someone that I want to be on their good side or whatever. Or what if they're, you know, picking people for shows or what if they're whatever, and then they're like, "Well, you never liked my shit on Facebook, so I'm not." <laughs> feeding you when you're starving <laughs> i've got i've got 16 bottles of water and the first people that click like get it and everyone else dies <laughs> i'm just thinking yeah about like uh facebook in california in the future you mean like th three days from yeah <laughs> the future so that's that's our thoughts on liking or disliking things well, well no not disliking <laughs> Not not hating. What kind of button do you wish Facebook had? Delete button. <laughs> <laughs> I said uh, everyone is always like, I wish Facebook had a dislike button. And I was like, you mean you wish that Facebook was Reddit? Just go on yeah. Reddit, you idiot. Down vote. I do wonder, Stupid I do wonder about the, the fate. <laughs> you guys were getting the uh, You Stupid Idiot t-shirts printed up, so um, please place your pre-orders. Of all the funny things we've said on the show, then why are we going with that one? <laughs> we can have a lot of different t-shirts, you know. I keep telling you we should still do the one that says, I, I don't know the way, but I know a horse who does. <laughs> <laughs> why make art what a great question wait wasn't there a question before that we skip when we skip back oh, to liking yeah, yeah that's my way of skipping the art question oh society. um uh oh do you think in the future we will view our oh, shows yeah. on our personal devices so no i just uh, i just had a knee-jerk reaction where okay yeah i think we do but i don't think it's good you think it, so you love stop, it. So turn off this podcast. You're loving it. No, because, <laughs> well, because I would say we're that not we already showing are. art. Right. We're Yeah, we are an audio podcast for visual art. Right. That's what I'm saying. We're just talking about it. Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't say in the future because. The future is, is now. Now. <laughs> now. Now. Um, that. But. That's fine. I mean, well, you. I guess you can't. It's there. I think it's a way for people to participate, to see things they like or don't. Hate. Well, I guess that would be funny if people were like, well, I don't hate this, so I'll post it. <laughs> <laughs> what should I post it? Well, I don't, I don't actively hate this thing, so. We should start doing that. <laughs> this isn't good, but I don't hate it. Um <laughs> What are you like? Yeah, that, actually, I do like where he's like, "Oh, is is the response like not hating something?" Um, in response to like too many marketing things being like liking it. So like, what if you live that life your way? We're like, well, I, you're like this person. Like, I don't hate them, so I guess I'll go out with them. <laughs> like, you know, like oh, that sounds is, like my whole day. Yeah. <laughs> Or it's like your child, you know, you're like, mommy, do you love me? And you're like, well, I don't, don't hate, hate you. you. 
many to, nights. Like the, to bring I, it's back. so much easier for us to talk about something we love or something yeah. that we hate. Yeah, because you have passion. It's actually hard not to talk about things that you hate, even though you yeah. don't want to give them time passion. on yeah. the air because you hate them so much. And it's not worth talking about the things you hate because it just makes you angry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, is there we a specific ethnic minority that you're like the first? <laughs> I'm not dignifying that with a response, <laughs> among other things that I will not dignify with a response. So, anyway, we don't talk about stuff we just don't hate that right. much, <laughs> do we? Right, we do, I, I guess. Know. Well, I, yeah, I don't know, liking. Liking's good, but loving's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I concur. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just like, I don't know. The also problem is the word, what is the word like? What is it when you're using a word as, is it a bridge? What's a phrase? What it, I know there's got to be a dictionary word for <laughs> when you say like, when you're trying to say as though. You know what I mean? It's like this conversational filler. You're trying to explain something you say. You keep saying like, like, uh, whatever. Oh, yeah. What is that? Like when you say, oh, yeah. Um, As you just said now, when you yeah. just said like uh, when you say, for example. I'll like um, uh, this. There's that. <laughs> well, there's two use. Like gets used so much. Like, As, what do you like? Yeah, no, exactly. So you're saying, I mean, because the, the standard definition Yes, it's a verbal tick. Oh. I'm being told from my second producer now. Thank you. Thank Great. you. Um, <laughs> the first producer is yeah. slacking on the job looking at cat pictures or something. Um, yeah, no, so it is it is funny that like is this word that it's like a it's like gray mush, you know, that or putty or something. You spackle it in, in these gaps. <laughs> uh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that analogy. Yeah. So what's art? Wait, what? No, it just says why make art. Right? Oh yeah, why make art? Why not? Why? What is it? Boom. Try bud dry? Why ask why? Ta- try bud dry. <laughs> what? Do they even still make that? The next time I go to a bar, I'm going to ask if I can get a bud dry. <laughs> I think you're thinking of duff dry. That well, yeah, I think Duff Dry was a pun on Bud Dry. <laughs> Bud Dry, what the fuck? This is marketing, people. There's a fucking version of Budweiser called Bud Dry. I think that's photoshopped. No, it's not, because the commercial was Why Ask Why Try Bud Dry. Bud Dry was introduced nationally in the United States in April 1990 with the slogan of... You're on the beer Wikipedia. Yes. Why ask why? Drink Bud Dry. It was originally (laughs) successful in test markets and was expected to be a popular beer with the rise in light lager popularity. However, with the introduction of Bud Ice in 1994, Bud Dry was bumped from the top three beers in terms of marketing. It has declined in mainstream popularity and no longer receives commercial attention. It is now rarely seen in stores and bars where it was once well known. Um, Why ask why try? That's like... (laughs) That's like the I don't hate this of beer slogan. It's like, why should I drink this beer? You're like, why Why are you, why not? You like getting drunk, right? Yeah. It will do it. 
<laughs> Do, I mean, does it I, taste good? Why are you asking me these questions? It's like so complex. Just I do think it. This uh, dry dry beer is a form of pale lager where the sugars are more fully fermented to give a less sweet beer. Ooh, dry as opposed to sweet, also not as um, opposed to wet. It's powdered. Uh, no, it's also powdered. It's it's a un, 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 unconstituted, reconstituted beer. Yeah, it's like um, astronaut beer. Yeah. It's also known as the Diot Pils style. I like the idea of having a less sweet beer. I like the idea of having a more sweet beer. That's why I always put frosting in my beer. <laughs> That's why I drink Skittle Brow. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, marketing historians cite that as the specific moment that advertising died when they were literally like, why, why? <laughs> Because up until that so point, so your question is the exact moment art died. Because up, yeah, up until that point, people advertising things felt like they had to explain why the product was useful or good, and they were just like, ah, "Fuck it, why? Who cares? Just drink it." Uh, yeah. So also, to answer Bud your question, who cares? Just do it. Just also, it. Bud Dries, not to be confused with Bud Dry, the Canadian folk protest singer of the 1950s. Is that Drake's ancestor? No, that's Drake Dry. <laughs> Try Drake Dry. It's with with ten percent less rapping. Andre's no longer producing. He's reading about Leuven Boy. Oh yeah, that's Lion Beer, the Rawr. beer of the king of the jungle. The beer of the umlauts. It has a yeah. lot of umlauts in it. Uh, <laughs> Two entire umlauts. That that's makes four, four dots. dots. <laughs> This is why we needed to start the podcast because yeah. there were so many times when Eric and I would say the same thing at the same time. We were like, we have to document that because it's probably unprecedented in all of the world. Yeah, there were so many times where we would be talking about stupid shit, waiting for the bus, and then someone else would be like trying not to listen <laughs> and Which clearly not- enjoying it and then being like, all right, well, if someone else overhears this and enjoys it, maybe it's good. Can uh-huh. we talk about that conversation? It was when you were dating, and this guy was like, "I am an art professor at a profitable, early, you know, like, he was, at a prominent." Uh, he goes, "Do you like older men?" It was on OK Cupid. He's like, "Do you like older men?" I'm a married art profe- <laughs> professor. And then what was what did we reply? And I was like, "You I- were like, you should." Yeah, so he's like, so would you you want to do all the sex stuff with me? Because I'm like an older guy, and I like art, and I probably have elbow patches. And you said to send back. Adjunct or full time <laughs> or tenure? Yes. And then he never replied, no. so we can assume he was an adjunct. Yeah, he did uh, look at my profile one time after that, <laughs> and he was like, "Then he deleted uh, his account immediately." Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! But there was no picture, so we never found out who it was. No, no. That's why I was like, "You got to go undercover for the for the podcast. We're gonna be like Vice News now." <laughs> uh, I don't. That's I a, don't, I can't. You got to literally go under the covers. Oh. <laughs> um, so why do you make art, Nina? Well, I, I can't not. It's like, it gets me so fired up. It's like. It's like arguing my, about opinions. Yeah. Well, it's just one of my life's greatest passions. And so I feel like I'd be empty and directionless without it. Okay. So I guess for very personal reasons. Um of course, all of those political things I think are right that should be changed in the world are like important, but I don't think that that's why I'm making art. I, I don't think it's to like make some kind of statements or. Um, well, it says you said you fire fires you up. 
Yeah. I mean, because everyone that makes art's like, why can't not make art? So we have to put that reason off the table. Um, Yeah, because they make bad art. They still keep making it. Well, I mean, (laughs) it's it's a it's okay. So it's like the example of generic responses people have on dating sites where it makes kind of random. Yeah, where it makes you think. I love to laugh. Yeah. Wait, and you're like, I like going out, but I also like staying in. Yeah. And then I like wine. I like married art professors. (laughs) Yeah, you did put that on your profile. That was probably why he messaged me. And you're like, (laughs) the only thing hotter than leather patches on a tweed blazer is if you have a matching pair of tweed trousers with leather patches on the knees. (laughs) Oh, my God. The better to get on your knees. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Crawl around on the floor. Um, No, so it's like, yeah. So it's well understood that people that make art feel a need to. I don't know. I guess it was like, what? Where, do you have some more specificity? Because I, I had the same problem with the question myself. Well, I mean, we, we've we said that before. I know I've been making jokes, but I like that. I do think there's enough white Americans talking about stuff in the world, you know, and it, it, it does give me a certain amount of insecurity to be like, why do I feel special? You know, that's part of self-doubt i mean i'm sure a lot of people out there would say you're not special so shut up but do you think that's a consequence like because people are always criticizing the like uh the sort of perceived idea that like 90s schooling and parenting was like well everyone gets an award at least for participating and stuff no because that is so dumb the consequence except i did find my participation award for (laughs) basketball while i was doing KonMari. so no but i don't i don't feel that millennials were raised like that at all. I don't know yeah. where that stereotype is coming from. But I, I mean, there it is. I don't. It's, kids aren't as, kids are stupider in some ways than people give them credit for. But they're also a lot smarter in ways they assume they're stupid. <laughs> yeah, you they can't fool have... a stupid kid. Because wait, you already fooled me. You're you're stupid. You can't you're call me. Don't call me stupid. Idiot. You're stupid. Um, Fool me once, shame on I wish stupid. George Bush had said that. <laughs> I'm not stupid. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a great quote. Um, but no, but there's like, yeah, that that's assumption. Like I was a kid and you got an honorable mention and you were like, wait a minute. You're six or seven. You know that this is like, well, everyone's getting a award, but ours are all blue and the one that won got a red one and it said number one on it. So you still know that like (laughs) that winning exists, that winning is a thing. So, but I was, I was just sort of theorizing maybe like if there's that idea that like, if you have all this support and you're special and your ideas are special and then you realize that they're not. And then that like later in life, you're like, it's not special because everyone is special and shares their idea. And then in the same way, and then you realize there's nothing special to that. Because yeah. you're all unique. You're everyone is unique in exactly the same different way. Like, <laughs> right? But I am different. Right. I so, am unique. So, but that's the thing. Like, because yeah, it's like well, it's also that when you're a child or a student, you're encired. You know the word encired. No, Incur- it's I like must be stupid. You're no. I th- no, no, no. I think I have uh, aphasia. Okay. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> Um, you're encouraged to express yourself and tell your stories and stuff. And as you get older, you're encouraged less and less until you're, you're outright encouraged to just, shut the fuck 
fuck? <laughs> yeah, until you're outright discouraged to share your No, your story. that's actually not true. I mean, I, well, okay, I don't think that millennials got gold ribbons for everything, but I do think that millennials are encouraged to share whatever they're thinking about anything yeah, in but a way every, that other generations haven't been. Yeah, but, like, not in a way that only certain people are allowed to, like, express it in a popular way or like in a in a respected way like everyone instagram wants everyone to share their shit but they only care about Nicki minaj's instagram right like there's certain everyone should express themselves i don't know we were talking about her twitter the other day or something she came up recently in conversation as mm-hmm. as celebrities do about um, someone who does, gets hate messages she, on her now instagram she's all she's sort of like the female drake in my world and that i don't know much about her uh, did you know that she dated drake i was actually gonna ask that and then i was like no nope. if i suggest that they're gonna get really upset at me nope that is true that is a hundred percent accurate God damn it if you could go back and hear my thoughts where i was like did she date drake don't say that <laughs> Um, See, so maybe maybe I know more than I think I do. I have here, unknown uh, It says knowns. right here. Um, it says, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, no. There are things that I know no, that no. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, that's not saying that. Did What did they date? They de- she definitely grinded on him in the, in the music video for um, Anaconda. She ground? She ground him. Because he was not <laughs> she doing his on homework. Him. Wait, that's Kanye. <laughs> uh, that was another thing I thought was funny. Almost all the artists that did the drag cart, they in their blurb in their bio, it said that they worked with Kanye. <laughs> like almost yep. all of them. Did all their blurbs also say they gave free artwork to the Miami Heat? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Um, don't tell me you wouldn't give artwork to the Bulls if they asked you. You're fucking wearing a bull shirt, right? No, now. I would. No, that was my point against. Hebrew Brantley doing that is that he's supposed to be like representing Chicago and being like a big, big dude for Chicago. And then it's like, you didn't give any artwork to every member on the Chicago bulls. You went down to Miami during the art fair season and you gave LeBron and all his punks. Isn't he back in Cleveland now? Yeah. But at the time um, (laughs) he did that. And I'm like, that's you, you know, that's media. All we can hope is that he was exposed to a lot of art down there. And then he brought it back to Cleveland with him. LeBron? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. That's not what we're doing. What I'm saying is I'm saying is if you're going to if you're going to be all representing the city. I'm just saying that LeBron James is the pope of Cleveland's art scene. It's just what I'm saying. It's like oh, okay. a very logical conclusion to make. All right. Yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> that wasn't the point of that that wasn't the point of that gripe the gripe is like if you're i gonna lost be... the point I've no the it. point is if you're going to be representing a city don't okay, go to the city's rival are, and then be you like you already got to gripe here. about this right. well yeah but you got to gripe twice in a row tonight and we're like do you want to do that again and then you're like yes <laughs> um why why make art i don't know i don't even know anymore well thank you for asking us that question no one's ever asked it to us before and we've figured out not to so we can stop wasting our lives goodbye <laughs> Okay. Uh, no, I, I make actually I do that. I totally fuck with my students on their first day questionnaire. It's like, if you take an art before, do you make any art or do anything creative in your uh, 
personal time, private time, I write it better. I can't talk today. But you know what I mean? Like, so you go through, like, what is your background in art? Mm -hmm. Do you do any creative hobbies? Do you... In your private time. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. No. Making art in Wait, your no, private time. Can you spell time. it out for me? <laughs> like, when you, like, get a canvas and then you just, like, jizz all over it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Like when you make art in your private When you're time. making shock art and then criticizing yeah. people for not liking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, it's when the private is public and it's like the barriers between them have just been brought down. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I think I say, do you make art in your free time, you know, in the, in the Ranciere sense of workers that would compile elaborate histories of socialism at but home? But really can't anything be art? So like, you know, in the right context, like... You know, anything you do in your free time could be art. Well, if they say that on the questionnaire, then I slap them with the ruler. <laughs> no, so, arm style. Yeah, I'm when when my students uh, paint with their left hand, so their right hand, I tie both their hands behind their back. Um, so yeah, so it's like kind of one of these questionnaires where it's like, have you taken art classes? Uh -huh. Do you do anything in your free time? What do you feel about lived experience uh, in a capitalist, spectacular society? Is there such thing as uncolonized labor? <laughs> is all is all time mediated by capitalist exchange? And then at the end, I Guy go, Debard, well, great yeah. philosopher, the greatest philosopher. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, uh, you know, just questions about spectacular nonlinear time. And uh, and then at the end. <laughs> Uh, I just say what's art? <laughs> no, but I do. What like, do they say? They say all kinds of interesting stuff. So some of it, you know, is is the like uh, John Lennon, Joseph Boys, like anyone can be an artist. Art, you know, anything that you consider mm -hmm. art is art. To anyone uh, can cook. Yeah, <laughs> like the guy from Ratatouille says. Yeah, so. So a lot of times you get funny responses or interesting. We are the responses. we are the the joyless, loveless food critic from that yeah. movie. That's what we should change our profile picture on Instagram to be. To Ratatouille. Yeah, have you seen Ratatouille? Yeah, no, he eats food and that reminds him of being a kid in France or something at the end. And then they're like <laughs> a spoiler <ma> alert. Jeez. <laughs> Pick for a co-host. What? God. That movie only came out like nine years ago. <laughs> Not everyone's seen it yet. Do you know how uh, uh, Last Temptation of Christ ends? He dies. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's based on a true story. after that, he's like, uh, he's like, this is. I'm most sorry. Hold on. What year did Ratatouille come out? 2007. Thank you. Okay. Well, sorry. Not really. I don't know. I'm like, I didn't even remember if that was the climax of the movie or not. It wasn't nine years. That's what I wanted to know. Oh. Um. So anyway, after that, he's like, this is the most beautiful food. It reminded me of my boyhood in the south of France. And then they're like, yeah, a rat made it. And then he just throws up all over it. <laughs> <laughs> that happened to me with art, too. You see that beautiful painting of the south of yeah. France. And then they're like, a rat yeah. made it. <laughs> yeah, that isn't that... <laughs> And then you're like, oh, gross! There's some of it, some of his whiskers are stuck. We on the should paint. have we should have a show where we make rats paint stuff. And the show's just called the Rat Maiden. 
friend. No, maybe. I like the idea of like you like you go into a museum or whatever. Because I was had I had this idea for like a stupid show where people are like, oh, well, I could you know I could do that right now. And then you're like, really? Let's go. And then you're just like you take them. And you're like, all right, pick the can. And you're like, what do you mean? What do I do? And you're like, I don't know. You said you could make that giant abstract painting. So here's an art store. Get your stuff. We'll pay for it. Let's do this. I would watch that show. Yeah, it's it's like candid camera. Like, really? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's I mean, you make right their now. kids do it if they yeah. said that their kid yeah. could do it. Yeah. And the kid will be crying and stuff, and they'll be like, no, you like, have to do it. And you're like, and this is why Beethoven went deaf. <laughs> His, I the believe dog? it was, no. <laughs> that was the saddest when the dog went deaf. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I spoiled that movie too now. <laughs> So we should have a live studio audience more often. <laughs> keep keep listening for when we might have a live studio audience opportunity. Um, Beethoven was released in 1992. <laughs> from, from the pound? <laughs> um, it released like in the Gipper? <laughs> Like uh, euthanasia. Sorry, that was. Oh, okay. That was a really. Is that the Jack Hander, the Jack Reacher trilogy? No, it's by Lois Lowry. It's one of the best books. The Giver. Ever. Isn't that the one everyone's like? I'm really excited about The Giver, but it's also racist. Or was that the one about mm-hmm. Ender's Game? That's everything. <laughs> um. The Giver. So the other, yeah, the, the other movie. Thing... I didn't. I will never deign to see that movie, but the book is incredible. So the other. Uh, so the other thing is so you you grab the people and they're like, all right, make it to Cooning, smarty pants. <laughs> and then the other one would be like people are in front of like a painting and they're talking about how beautiful it is. And they just go, you're like, you know, a rat made that? <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, I'm going to try that in real life. Because when you, if you Monet stand- is French for rat. <laughs> if you stand- if you stand in a gallery and talk loudly enough in a museum, people start listening to you. Oh, yeah. If you hold a clipboard, it makes you extra authoritative. And you could yeah. say whatever you want yeah. about anything. And they would never know. That would be a good performance. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, when I go to museums, especially with my mom, and we'd start conversations, and then people would like listen in or like follow uh-huh. us around. Uh-huh. That's that's a happy memory. Being followed around a museum. <laughs> That might be art we could make. <laughs> the end will be like, did you know a rat made that? <laughs> All right. This is way too silly, but it's making me really happy. Um, uh, so, wait. So, <laughs> what is, look, wait, wait. Wait, why what? make art? Wait, you were saying your students say stuff. Like, what else did they say? So, after Andre looked up, when <laughs> came out and looked up. I can't understand what you're saying. I cannot understand what you are saying at all. Like, I can't even a little bit understand what you're saying. Okay, so Beethoven is a St. Bernard dog. Uh, And the film is about Charles Grodin and his two nerdy kids and his wife. And they get a dog. And, and of course, he's against having a dog. I don't want a dog. Things happen like the dog starts licking him from behind his neck in bed and he thinks it's his wife and he's like oh baby baby and then his <laughs> wife's like, like a 90s movie <laughs> and then his wife's like who are you talking to and he's like uh, so and then of the course the saddest part of that movie is where some hoodlum teenagers feed the dog beer 
I like literally wanted to cry. <laughs> I think that's like that's like abusive behavior. It is. That's probably where all those teenagers get the idea. See, it's just copycat culture. Everyone just does. Teen dog beer drinking is up. Ugh. Um. So anyway, the narrative. Where are arc- your kids right now? <laughs> are they feeding dog beer? Where are your kids and your beer and your dog? Um. And so the narrative arc is that he, you know, he eventually falls in love with the dog. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and leaves his wife. <laughs> and, then, and then the second film, the dog goes deaf, and it's kind of like a Philadelphia type thing. <laughs> but then, so Andre looked up the date of that release, and then I looked up a second later, and he's looking up the 1990s release of the reboot of Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> Which was directed by Brian Levant, who also directed Beethoven. Nice! <laughs> you just like in a Wikipedia <sighs> hole over there. <laughs> oh, man. Not to be followed by Walter Matthau as <laughs> Mr. Wilson in the Leave it to Beaver live action. Or uh, fucking what? Dennis the Menace. Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Thank you. Which was live action turned into a cartoon and then turned back into live action. Whoa. <laughs> so... Um, Oh God. That's why we make art. <laughs> <laughs> Applause sign on. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, th- th- everyone's clapping Thank now. You. Thank you, audience. Thank you. Um, this has been I Don't Hate This. <laughs> Unless there's anything else you want to add. Any final comment? Oh. I feel like we didn't really come to a conclusion on that last one. but Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> All right. Basically, that question's so nebulous. Like, that's what the purpose of the show is. Yeah. Is to try to... Well, it's not it. what is art, it's why make art is right. the question. Well, no, sometimes I walk into, like, a gallery and I'm, or, or, like, a museum or, like, a show or and wherever. And I'm like, why did they do this? Yeah, no, I, no I'm like, <laughs> I go, I'm like, art is stupid. Like, that's, like, my knee-jerk reaction. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, why is everybody doing this? That was what I thought when I walked into Expo and there was, yeah. like, somebody making whale noises. And I was like, yeah. this is stupid. Yeah. But it's so True. hard because it's the thing I care and love the most about. And so, yeah. yeah, it's pretty it's pretty stupid in the grand scheme of things. But I would not really – I would lose the will to live if it didn't exist. Yeah. So um, I guess that's its purpose for me. You're just like, is this a sculpture intended for ants? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to force that in there and it didn't quite work, but I tried. No, what if you made a sculpture out of ants and then you were like, is this a sculpture for ants? A sculpture of ants. <laughs> Right. Um, <laughs> but a rat made it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't care what you say. I think I am exceptional. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our studio audience didn't even look up at that one. <laughs> You're losing them. Yeah, okay. yeah, just like everyone else. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to I Don't Hate This. Uh, we will be part of... The exhibition at Three Walls Gallery, The Great Good Place. Uh, November 7th is the opening, and then we It continues will announce... for some time after that. Yeah, but we'll announce later um, any other activities that I Don't Hate This is doing in conjunction with that, which I'm sure there'll be some. Yeah. Um, through the 12th of to December. Keep stupidness, keeps art has to be, like, ever expounding. Yeah. <laughs> trying to reach that absolute zero of... Uh, trying to reach the absolute zero of stupidity. And idiocy. And idiocy. Art or idiocy. Well, it just takes that much more effort to get closer with each incremental step. <laughs> it's like the um, 
what's that equation where if you measure it, you move it? <laughs> Uh, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. The Heisenberg uncertainty principle of is art stupid. <laughs> the more you try to tell if it's stupid, the stupider. It no, gets. no, so I you think, never I know think... how stupid it is. <laughs> I think the the Heisenberg stupid art principle is that the act of trying to figure out if art is stupid is. Affected by your own stupidity <laughs> that you bring to it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll we'll work on that equation and give you the, the points and figures and, and some proofs on that okay. for next time. Um, if you uh, if you have some theorems that you'd like to share with us, you can email us um, at I don't hate this at gmail dot com. Um, questions, comments, anything, whatever. Uh, you can if you want to rock. Yeah, from outside the studio, that yeah. still is fair game. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at I don't hate this. You can follow us on Twitter also at I don't hate this. You can take a look at our Tumblr that has our lecture notes and supplementary materials. Yes, I don't hate this pod.tumblr.com. You can like us on Facebook, and we will just post all that other stuff on the Facebook because it doesn't have Links. original content, but you can link it to your friends. Um, or your mom. Talk to your friends on Facebook.com. <laughs> Interact with your favorite brands at Facebook.com. HTTP colon slash slash Facebook. .com slash login slash secure slash 1249 at sign dollar bill. .html. Um, you please go on and rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars only, please. Um, <laughs> no sixes. We don't deserve it. Um, you can download us where you download your other podcasts. Yeah, you know how to do it. Just go to www.podcasts.com slash how to download slash I don't hate this dot HTML. Backslash. Forward slash. Forward slash. <laughs> but forward slash is spelled out, F O. Colon close parentheses. Shut um, you out. Look, you can, or where you purchase your podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, pay good money for this podcast. Yeah. It's worth every cent <laughs> that we are charging for it. Oh, my God. I just had an idea. Is it a get rich quick scheme idea? No, it's a get poor over a long period of time. <laughs> this idea we can open so so you know there's all these internet brands that are opening bricks and mortar stores like what's the eyeglass Wunko? Warby Parker. Warby Parker. <laughs> um can they we open-, open a rifle eyeglass store called the Wunko? <laughs> Wunko? No, I told you that the eyeglass store How I want to spell Wunko, tell me. How do you spell Wonko? Oh yeah, it would probably be H W H like Wonko. No, I told you that the eyeglass store I want to open is called Society of the Spectacles. But we should open a brick and mortar podcast store. It's like a record store, but we just have like, I don't know, jump drives of podcasts that you can purchase. CDs, maybe we could design a little logo. Oh, but they would all CDs. be like, they'd all be like three disc sets because everyone's podcast is like two hours and that won't fit on a CD. Oh, that would be really avant-garde though. 
Or just like a, like a laser And then death. I would just see it and just be like, insert CD2 yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's the idea. <laughs> and now I have to think of a pun title or we can't do it. Is this like when Words with Friends had like made a board game? And they're by and, and they're like Scrabble, <laughs> right? But they made like a Words with Friends version. And yeah, then like, or, then or the you know what? Time continuum ripped open, what and the internet became real, and real became the internet, and then everybody just. It's kind of like when Dennis the Menace was live action, and then it got made into a cartoon, <laughs> and then it got made back into live action. All right, thank you for listening. We love you. We don't hate you. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I take that back. <laughs> I don't know if we love you, but we don't yeah. hate you. But don't ever say hate is your enemy. Love has practically caused me to just get you destroyed. If I had hated a little more, just a little more, we would have had a little less trouble. Because I look at my faults analytically. Sure, you got to love principle. But don't say hate is my enemy. What to say? What's that words? Hate is mine and I gotta fight it day and night. What else is the other line? Love is the only weapon. Shit! Bullshit! Love is the only weapon with which I got to fight. I got a hell of a lot of weapons to fight. I got my claws, I got compasses, I got guilt.